What's up, everybody? This is Kurt Dimer, and you're watching After Shocks TV. Peace and love. Well, let's go ahead. I want to talk about one of our main topics here today. Well, mm -hmm. our, I should say our main discussion. It's about something that came out earlier this year. The Live Nation's on the road again. Now, you know about this, right? Yes. What this mm -hmm. is all about. All right. Let me just read, just for the, the people in the audience that don't know, just a quick recap of what it is. So I've, as a lot of people have seen over the years or read about or whatever, every year it's getting harder and harder for bands, obviously, to make money on the road. With all the overhead costs, with all the logistics, it's so many bands are saying it's a, it's like why even tour? They're making no money. In fact, they're even losing money. And so, yeah. it, what's the point, right? So, I mean, the reason one of the one of the main reasons is because the venues they're taking fifteen to thirty, forty percent of the merchandise sales, which is nuts, right? Mm -hmm. Where in the past that was unheard of, right? That was the way the bands always made profit. And, and that, like, so the thing is, is it's happened. It, it's, let's put it this way: it's been happening to smaller bands for a long time, but not to a lot of these major and mid-major bands. So, like, a, a good, sure. for instance, when I had my label living in L.A., yeah, we when, when I had a band count time in L.A., played the whiskey. Yeah, we got in there. They were taking twenty percent of the merch. I remember, and I wasn't happy about it, you know, because that mm -hmm. was also my merch we were selling. Sure. We also had to pay to play. That's been going on for a while too. Not, not so much pay, but basically, yes, we had to sell thirty tickets, right? So what I did instead was, as a label, I just bought the thirty tickets and I gave them away to people in the industry just to come for free, right? So you know, yep. just like anything, right? So that's been going on for a while with smaller, you know, bands and labels and so forth. Independent music, no big deal. But of course, now that has been happening now to a lot of these sort of you know bands that have been on radio have had hits. They're going to these venues and they're doing it to everybody now. All right, these venues. So now, obviously, there's a big outcry about it recently, especially after the pandemic. It's been mm -hmm. upped, right? And all the inflation and everything, all right? So now someone like, like Live, so Live Nation is coming in and going, hey, we're here to save the day. <laughs> now, Live Nation, as we know, is not saving anybody's day, but their own day, okay? Their own, you know, they're just... I mean, anybody that understands, you know, obviously, Live Nation and Ticketmaster are one, right? It's a, it's a monopoly. Everyone knows this, right? So here comes the the the, the big guys coming in, going, "Hey, we created this problem, and now we're going to come in and we're going to solve it for you," <laughs> right? And so what they've been doing for a lot of these bands is they had this thing called On the Road Again, and what it does is the first thing they they, they so as Live Nation has been buying up venues, a lot of these you know, bigger venues, I should, you know, mid to large size venues in basically every major city, at least in this country. I'm not sure about overseas, but I know it here in the United States, that's what they've been doing. So you go to any of these venues, any of these major cities, Charlotte, San Francisco, whatever it is, Live Nation owns a bunch of these things. Okay. Right. So what they're telling these bands now is, okay, look, so we're going to help you out. We want you to play at our venue. We're not going to take any of your merchandising, you know, your income, any of your profit. And we're, in fact, not only do we, we're not going to do that, we're also going to pay you $1,500 so you can pay for your guests on your tour. Uh, you know, we can, you can, you know, they just be basically giving them gift cards, all this stuff, right? Mm. As long as they play their venues. Now, now, people that don't understand, you know, maybe business, 
what that means is basically Live Nation, this big conglomerate, this monopolistic, you know, company is coming in, buying the venues, telling you, you play there and we'll do this for you. What that now does is all those other smaller clubs that where you're seeing the newer bands that are coming up, the new bands that are going to be eventually the future of music, they've got nowhere to play now. And if they want to play, if they make it big enough, eventually they're going to have to sign up with who? With Live Nation, just like you got to sign up, you know, you got to be with Live Nation or you know, Ticketmaster yeah. to sell your tickets. It's the same thing, right? So you've got so now recently there was uh, an article. So the band Saliva, the singer Bobby Amaru, I think his name is. He was talking about it and saying, yes, this is actually really happening, right? So before it was just all talk. No one knew what was going on. Mm -hmm. He came out and said, yeah, you know what's happening? We went to the venue. There was all these gift cards there for us, for guests and all this stuff. They didn't take any sales, no money from the sales of merchandise. Oh, and even they even gave us the little chocolate with it, too. I don't know if you saw that in the article. I saw that. I read the article. Yeah, I did. I did. Now, to, uh, to me, I laughed at that because to me... That's this is just my take on it. that's that's Live Nation laughing in these guys' faces. Here, here's your little chocolate on top of it. Now, uh, like, look, I, I get why a band like Saliva is happy about it because basically what uh, this is, like I said, I'm, I'll, I'll try to hurry this up so I don't take forever talking about this. But what they're doing is they see, okay, these legacy bands, these bands that have been you know making us money for years, Metallica's all the day, they're getting older. And a lot of them are going to start going away. And they know, okay, how, how are they going to replenish this? How are they going to be able to replenish right. bands to do this? So now if they take care of the Salivas and the Puddle of Muds, you know, these bands that had some radio hits in the 90s because now the 90s nostalgia, is, it's, it's in. It's fully in. If they take care of them and, and they play at their venues, then they've, they've got now that set up too, right? They've got all those bands to the 90s in their sure. pocket now too, Okay. So those bands now aren't going to play those other smaller venues or those independent venues unless they're owned, obviously, by Live Nation. And so they even asked Bobby, you know, what, what about those bands? What about these independent bands? Isn't this going to be bad for the future of music? You know, I think his comment was something like, I think you got it right here. Um, yeah, those smaller cat rooms, maybe they'll figure something out. I don't know how they budget shows, but maybe they'll figure something out. Mm. But, but they could definitely benefit from this. So basically he's saying, yeah, just, just everybody... Give everything up to the big monopoly. You know, and I don't want to get all political and stuff, but it's like this is reminds people of a lot of sure. <laughs> political systems that have happened over the history of the right. you know, in history. So anyway, I just think like I said, I understand it's 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 a tough thing because I get it. Sliver's like, look, we gotta do this if we're gonna make some money ourselves and, and stay on the road. I get it. But if if all the bands start doing this. I mean, the, the future of music is now in Live Nation's hands. Just like we see live mu music sure. in general on the radio is in the hands of not people that know know anything about music. So it's it's this is this is an interesting situation. What what's your give me your take on all this, Tom? Yeah, and I mean you've kind of you know covered a lot of you know what it involves, and Willie Nelson is involved. So mm -hmm. on the road again, there you go. Yep. There's the connection there, and the come. I was just looking at some. It's fifteen hundred dollars. Per show, but you don't get fifteen hundred dollars cash. You get gas cards, you get travel mm -hmm. cards. They don't take a percent of your merch, which they shouldn't be taken in the first place. So there's that, and it's at participating venues only. Exactly right. And I looked at Charlotte today. I I was looking at Charlotte, New Jersey, because that's where I live and that's where I lived. And the two the the venues that I go to here for a lot of my club shows are the Underground and the Fillmore. 
um, and they're they're participating. The one that used to go in New Jersey, Saraville, as you know, mm-hmm. um, the Sarah, uh, the ball uh, ballroom, Sarah, right? ballroom, right? Yeah, that is not a participating venue. Mm-hmm. So it's participating venues only. So there's a, already that's a problem, you know, for a touring band. Um, and it doesn't. There's no cap on the number of qualifying shows. And again, qualifying means participation. But mm. you've got this huge, big conglomerate, this huge, big company that are giving back, giving back my ass. They're exactly. not giving back. They're not giving back. <laughs> no, and if, no, no. whatever they're handing out, they're taking it from somewhere else because exactly. they're putting up ticket prices or whatever they're doing, or parking spots, or you know, concessions in other uh, venues. So um, any any big band that gives back any big company that gives back to any um um you know whether it's a social justice thing or whether it's a a donation to whatever they're doing it for their own pr disguised as hey we're giving you this because here 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 you go like you did like the chocolate thing is a prime example of that and there's four thousand venues across the u.s right now and about 70 percent of those are small clubs. I'm not too sure what the definition of small is. Let's just presume 2,000 or less. Mm-hmm. So Ticketmaster is still making a shit ton of money from the 70 from the 70%. It's not all about the Motley Crews and the Bruce Springsteens and Bon Jovi's and you know recent Kiss tours that are playing in the arenas and stadiums. They're making a shit ton of money from those smaller venues, which are 70% of all venues in the US. So mm-hmm. I cry bullshit on this. Because look at Ticketmaster, Live Nation. Look at the controversy they've been involved in the last couple of years to do with fees and court cases, and even went to the U.S. Um, Congress, I believe, about you know some bill or something. I'm not quite sure what happened, but you know these guys are motherfuckers, and they ain't giving back to anybody. And that's that's just basically that's it. They're not giving back to anybody. They're disguising as that, but they're exactly. not. Exactly, but it amazes me because you know not just Bobby here from Saliva, but there's a. When this came out, I remember my first my first thing was like, fuck no. Like, I don't know how anyone would, would get behind this. I mean, people have been bitching about Live Nation and Ticketmaster for how long? You know? Forever. I mean, per, I, mean I give Pearl Jam a lot of credit. You know, they were the ones yeah, the guys back in the day. And they still to this day don't go through Ticketmaster. They they put their money where their mouth is. I'll give that. Sure. I'm not the huge uh, Pearl Jam fan musically, but I will give them credit for... You know, they saw this years ago, and they put mm. their foot down, and they still have it. Right. They're, they're still, and if you look at it, they took themselves out of not just Ticketmaster. They put out no videos. They stuck away from MTV because they saw it. They were like, no, nah, we're already not big enough band. That's we right. don't need all this. We could do this independently and make more money. And people need to follow that. I know it's a tougher road. I know it's tough to do. Um, and look at if saliva. I mean, this. I, I don't mean to. You know, I'm not knocking on saliva. So, but no, no one does. Does no one really care? I mean, no one's really into saliva anymore. I'm not. It's people who. It's nostalgic. They don't even have the. the you know, Josie Scott, the original lead singer. Sure. One, or the main guitarist just passed away. I know this year. Mm-hmm. So I get they're like hanging by a thread. I all right, I get a band like that just going. Hey, we got nothing to lose. You know what I mean? Let's just take it. Yeah, I get it. Enjoy. I mean, if I was in Saliva, I'd probably do the same thing. I'm getting probably. gas cards, I'm getting travel, I'm getting free chocolate, I'm getting some press. Yeah, free chocolate. So you, so you probably do the same thing. So in one way, you can't blame them or any band that's doing yeah. it. We're not talking about the bands. We're just talking about the the product offering, and we're we both of us are agreement on this. We're crying bullshit on this. And so, I mean, what's it do now? Because this is just it's just going to happen slowly but surely. These, I mean, listen, I don't know how it is in Charlotte, but I know here over the pandemic there was there was one club in San Francisco, one of my favorite clubs called Slims. Mm-hmm. It's been around since the seventies. It was it was owned by Boz Skaggs, if you remember him at all, um, and. Yep. That was a, it was a great venue, man, and that closed over the pandemic. That just crushed me because 
That was my favorite place that was to the see spot, a show. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And 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 the spots where I've been seeing shows after that, I mean, the only things, the only the only spots and venues that are left are literally like these dive bar, like I wouldn't even call them clubs. You know, they're not even clubs. Yeah. Or you've got some breweries now that are opening. I noticed that around the country, they're opening. Yeah, it's you know stages too. and stuff. And that's really where where it's going to probably be is these is these microbrews, you know, these independent brewery companies. They're doing a good job keeping music because a lot of those guys who brew beer are big music fans and that's rock right. and metal fans on top of that, not just music. And they're, you know, you see a lot of these beers they're making for bands and all that stuff in their name. And so there's a lot of, you know, bands playing at these at these breweries. They're the, that's really where where the music, I mean, where this independent music is going to be played at. It's just it's sad because I like I said, I get the salivas of the world. I, I understand the situation. They got nothing to lose. Go ahead, take your chocolate and your yeah, fifty, you know, it. your gas cards and take it. But what about the future of music, man? It's it's really, I mean, it's it's grim. It, it's it's not a good future. The outlook it doesn't look good because if Live Nation, no. uh, you know, I, I guess I could talk about this all day. It, it, it pissed me off when I first read this a couple of months ago, but I, I was amazed to see how many people were just like, "Wow, finally a company doing what what should be done to help bands." Nope. It's like, no, they're not helping, nope. man. It's like when the government gives you free money, it's not free. It's coming from somewhere else. And they want you to spend it anyway. And they know you're going to spend it. And that's the thing is we don't know what Live Nations, these gas cards, what kind of deals have they got with these gas companies? You know, once again, people, it's, they understand that people don't understand business. Most people don't. They don't have a basic knowledge of business. Sure. So they're just going to think, look, everyone's thinking we're doing something charitable here. We're giving away all this money. It's good PR. I mean, it's great PR. It. It's, it's great fantastic. PR. Yeah. That's what I, was, I mean, they, they didn't, whatever, whoever came up with the idea of this was whoever. And then the marketing people jumped on board going, okay, well, let's do press releases. Let's do this. Let's get Willie Nelson involved, get a quote from him. And mm-hmm. then it just gains all this momentum. And then all the mainstream media who won't question anything about Actually anything, they not. just go, this is a great idea. And they just, they'll just run with it. That's it. And then they'll have a 20 minute segment on good morning america talking about it so nobody yeah. has this discussion because we don't give a shit we'll talk about whatever we see fit but when someone has got um, a vested interest they won't question it you're not going to see willie nelson or you're not going to see an official or an executive from Ticketmaster being questioned on mainstream media exactly saying, this is bullshit oh, yeah. it's not going to happen mm-hmm. so they'll just they'll just nod along like uh, puppies and agree with everything so yeah, it is them. it is i don't fuck it was right man you know but i, I hope that chocolate tastes good there saliva I hope yeah. that's a, at least it's you know what I wonder what what flavor it is or what maybe uh, it's a caramel maybe it's a shiny wrapper or something you know Dove know. chocolate I mean which we you know I don't know it's it better that's be a, a damn good one maybe Swiss yeah. Swiss chocolate's good Ooh. you know but anyway <laughs> enjoy that man because you know I like I said anyway I, I, this this topic just really bugs me because you just can see what's gonna what's oh gonna yeah come it's to conceited it, you know? and I think that's that's who they are. And that's what that's what they've been for decades. Yep. And Leopard doesn't change her spots and all that. So it's it's I think it's conceited and it's very uh, it's very well thought out. And they have the press machine behind it. And they got the money to back it up. And that's it. That, and no, not not much anybody could do except for nope. bands nope. saying go fuck yourself. But then again, it also you know I, it's going to take really you know it's going to take I guess some local business owners to do something about it. It's not going to happen, though, venues, but it's not going to happen. I know it's not going to happen. That's the thing. It's not, not and we all happen. know that. And, and, I mean, and I'm going to I'm going to go to a concert next week, and it's going to be Ticketmaster, and they're going to take it's a fifty dollar ticket. They're going to take fourteen bucks in fees. Yep. What do I what do I do? And what I do you do? Not go by the way. I could not go, but well, then you got support bands, right? And then bands that's, aren't that's, around. That's the flip side. That's the other <laughs> exactly. side. Exactly. It. So it's a vicious circle. 
Well, what I think is going to happen, and, and I'm, we're not going to get into it because I do want to get into this in another segment. I'm, I'm, mm-hmm. I'm hoping next episode. But there is something that came out recently. Uh, God, I mean, it's basically what it is is it's Toby Wright, right? He's a big producer, mm-hmm. Toby yeah. Wright. Mm-hmm. And there's a place called the Machine Shop that's in uh, Flint, Michigan. Okay. Okay. I think it was in Flint. Yeah. And it's it's just kind of a it's it's a pretty um, legendary spot. You've seen you've probably seen a million bands have their picture taken in this mm-hmm. little, you know. Let me see if I can. I just want to bring it up here because I want to sure. just show you an uh, example of this. But and I guess okay. So you see that right there. Okay, that's the machine shop. You've seen a million mm-hmm. bands. They've had their pictures taken in this thing right yep. here. It's just you know it's it's a venue I guess where people play shows. It's a legendary spot. And so Toby Wright. And I believe the owners of Machine Shop, what they what they recently did was they opened up. It's the first ever digital lounge. Now I know we we saw some of this go on during the pandemic, right? What people were doing live streams, right? And they would sure. do them in, in studios and so forth. But with this, they just did one I th- a couple of weeks ago. It was the first one over the holidays. It was the first one done. I think it only done one. So Toby Wright, the big producer, Allison Chains, all those great bands. He's a part of it, and what they're doing is you've got to pay to see it virtually, and that's it, though. You, there's no on YouTube after. There's nothing. Yet. You either see it once, and it's it. It's done. You know, you can't go back. You can't get it recorded, any of that stuff. So I think people are eventually going to be more open to this virtual. I, I, listen, I, I, did, I watched a few of them over the pandemic. I think sure. I watched one with Clutch. And I did, we watched yeah, that one. Up. I think I told you with um, the, the Cradle of Filth one that we did the thing yeah. for I was telling you about. Yeah, that's right. You know? And I, I give them credit. They did, they did a, a big old big show about it, too. It was like, you know, they had the whole uh, everything, the, all the bells and whistles and everything in there. Sure. But I think something like this eventually, it's not live music, though. You're not getting the same experience. You're just not. But people are going to start maybe doing this instead of, you know, playing at smaller mm. clubs and stuff just to get the word out there about their band. I, I just think this, there's a reason why they opened this virtual uh, lounge anyway. And like I said, we'll get into it in another episode. But yeah, I, I think that might be something that's an option, which is why they put a lot of money into it, is this might be something they might be doing down the road. I don't know what their idea is on it. Who knows? It could be a but, test case for, you know, expansion. Who knows? Yeah, we could be. You know, I tried to yeah. get... I tried to get um, for every galaxy. I did try to get Toby on, but then they said he stopped doing interviews. He did a few and then he stopped. Okay. So uh, maybe I'll try to reach out and maybe get someone from the, from the uh, machine shop themselves. If Toby doesn't do it just to talk about what, what they want to do with it. Cause I'm really interested in hearing about this. It's an interesting concept. 